Yer, what is good in the place to be? This is Rash in the morning. We've had a wild weekend. We're going to get to it in just a second. But first things first, the top topic of the morning is coach hirings. Here in the Rash in the morning, we're going to start with coach hiring. So let's get right to it. NFC East, you know, Jay Gruden of the Redskins was fired. The Redskins ended up replacing him with Ron Rivera, the Panthers coach. Uh, I think this is a good defensive-minded coach. I think this is good for the Redskins. Maybe, just maybe, they won't be surrounded with mediocrity anymore with Ron Rivera there. He can produce winners. Next, we got Pat Shermer getting fired from the Giants. He's out of here. And they got Joe Judge, the special teams coach from the New England Patriots. Not everybody's too happy with this pick, and I like to see Giants fans mad. So I'm all cool with it. But anyway, uh, he is a special teams coach. There are other special teams coaches like John Harbaugh and Belichick to become good head coaches. So I guess they see him as a branch from Bill Belichick. So I guess that's not a bad shot to take if you're the Giants. Then we have the Dallas Cowboys, who finally have parted ways with Jason Garrett, I'd say three or four years too late. And they decided to hire Mike McCarthy in his place. Mike McCarthy is the former coach for the Packers. The Green Bay Packers, my beloved Green Bay Packers. So maybe I could provide some insight here. The problem with the Packers was his play calling got far too stale. And him and Aaron Rodgers ran ran its course. They'd won in the past, but it was time for them to part ways. Now, if you're the Cowboys, are you worried because the year Mike McCarthy leaves, the Packers are one game away from a Super Bowl, and now you got the guy they fired. What do you think, Cowboy Nation? I think he's the right type of coach for Dallas. I think he's probably better than anyone else they could have hired. He's an older guy. You pretty much know how he's going to rock. You can't really move him. Uh, him and Jerry Jones butting heads is going to have to come at some point because it's going to be an interesting comparison when you have Jerry Jones still talking in front of the media before the coach. I don't know how McCarthy's going to handle that because back in Green Bay, he would have to answer for everything, even though he's not the GM. Which is probably one of the, one of the things that got him out of Green Bay. AFC North, the Browns got Freddie Kitchens and that garbage fire out of here. That dumpster fire of Freddie Kitchens, not a good head coach. I think he's definitely part of the reason Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns regressed, even though they improved roster-wise. Big regression this year. Freddie Kitchens had to go. In his place, they got Kevin Stefanski, the offense coordinator for the Vikings. So it'll be interesting to see how Baker Mayfield comes back for a third year under a third head coach. Because you might have forgot. That's his third head coach now. And last, we have the Panthers replacing Ron Rivera with Matt Rule, the coach of the Baylor Bears in college. He's His M.O. is pretty much a, a team builder guy, so they feel like he can build a really good team and build a new type of culture around in Carolina. Because not that Ron Rivera is a bad coach, but they obviously ran their course. Uh, prop, uh, there's a problem already coming in for Matt Rule because his key defensive player is now gone. 
He was banking on Luke Keekley to be there for his rebuild, and as of today, Luke Keekley has retired from the NFL. Now, he did not speculate why, but you know the speculation has already begun. Based on his injury history, one could suggest it's from the history of concussions and higher grade concussions he's had over the course of his career. Also to mention a torn labrum, which is very also very significant. So most would suggest the trail of concussions is what led to a 28-year-old retiring. And it's just, just disappointing. Not even disappointing if he's doing what's best for him, but, you know, you can tell that he still wants to play, which is which makes it conflicting. Uh, definitely a Hall of Fame nominee. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Best linebacker the past eight years. Him or Bobby Wagner, you couldn't go wrong with. So, yeah, Luke Keekley's retired, and now Blake Martinez of the Green Bay Packers is now the second-best linebacker. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying, Bobby Wagner's still the best. But I'm just saying, Blake Martinez, this guy's maybe he's got his foot in the dirt now. You know. Next up, I know what you really came here for. And it came for these wild scores. I know you need a recap. Let's recap what happened. First game we had the Vikings and the 49ers. Uh Number one seed 49ers coming in were favored to win this game, and they showed why. They overall had just had a dominant performance. Kirk Cousins only had a touchdown interception, 172 yards. Dalvin Cook was totally shut down, having 18 yards of rushing. He pretty much couldn't do anything. He only had eight yards receiving. He was held to 30 yards of total offense, their number one key component. So you can see why they clearly lost this game. They had no... Their offense is essentially a one-trick pony almost. It's running, then deep shots with the play action. Not credit to Kirk Cousins. That's something he can do. That's something he's good at. But if that running going, it's pretty much over for you. The 49ers, on the hand, the 49ers, on the other hand, came to play. Jimmy G had a pedestrian game, but that's all they need. Tevin Coleman had 100 yards rushing on 22 carries for two touchdowns. Raheem Mostert put in 58 yards rushing, and so did Matt Breda. So, their running game is superb. They have a slew of receivers that can do damage to you. Debo Samuel, Kendrick Bourne, Emmanuel Sanders, and George Kittle. None of them had crazy games, but they all provided what they needed to. Uh, Their defense is dominant, to say the least. That front four of San Francisco is really tough. And next week, they will play the Green Bay Packers for the NFC Championship. But we're going to get there. We're going to get there. I'm not trying to be overexcited. Let's just keep this rolling. Next game, we have the Ravens and the Titans. Titans beat the Ravens 28-12 to on the rushing attack of Derrick Henry. 30 carries, 195 yards. King Henry even threw for a touchdown. Uh, they caught they caught the Ravens sleeping. They were off for three weeks essentially, and I wouldn't want to say showed, but they showed lacks of rust. They showed lack of the tempo. They couldn't get a tempo going, and Mark Ingram was not healthy coming into this. So the Titans they had a they had a simple way of winning and a simple way of losing. 
they got to run the ball heavy and take shots with Tannehill. If they can't do that, you can beat them. But they managed to do that. They're credit to their defense. They're sneaky good defense. They got an interception early that led to a deep shot touch. That led to a touchdown. And they kept the rolling from there. They took their shots when they needed to with Tannehill. Derrick Henry was running it down their throat. They were out there making business decisions, trying to tackle Derrick Henry. And you th- they stuffed the box. He falls for four yards. That hurts. That hurts. He is a serious bruiser on the field, man. It is crazy. So the Titans will move on to play the Kansas City Chiefs. Because the Chiefs woke the fuck up. Okay, the Chiefs were down against the Houston Texans 24 to nothing. 24 nothing in the first quarter or second quarter, I believe it was. And they pretty much. The Chiefs pretty. You know when you're getting beat in a game and you shouldn't be losing and you get up and you sit up in your seat with the controller? That's pretty much what they did. Patrick Mahomes told the Texans, oh, so you think I'm pussy. Okay. Okay. And with that being said, Patrick Mahomes threw for five touchdowns, 321 yards, and never looked back. Nearly 40-plus points unanswered. They went ballistic on the Texans, and the Texans crumbled. Deshaun Watson had two touchdowns and nearly 400 yards, but they crumbled. They had 21. They didn't go for it to try and get 20. To try and get 28. They took the field goal and got 24. Then the, tech, the Chiefs scored. They had another fourth down and didn't punt it. They went for it. They did a fake punt and got stopped, which was very odd play calling. So that led to 14. And then the avalanche rolls from there. The Kansas City Chiefs showed a lot of guts here. They, they straight up flattened the Texans. Once they got out in front, uh, it's crazy. They they beat the shit out the little brother. The little brother got a couple hits in, and they beat the dog shit out of them. And now for the final game of the divisional round, you know what the fuck it is: the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers. First off, you know anything about rational morning? You know I hate Seattle with goddamn passion. I'm not even gonna talk about why. I'm not gonna talk about. You know, the bad ref calls or the one outside kick, because I don't even want to talk about that. Russell credit to Russell Wilson, Sierra husband. Uh, he played an extravagant game. He is probably one of the hardest people to wrap up in the, po- in the pocket, even with our superb rush defense. Uh, Aaron Rodgers showed why he's the real Aaron Rodgers, despite all the slander he received this year. And Rogers show you what he about. Uh, the Seahawks had no answer for him and Devontae Adams. Once Devontae Adams had a lot of one-on-ones, and he ate them up like chicken. That defense got torched. Just by him. Eight receptions for 160 yards. He straight up went off. Uh, very tough game going in. This game was uh, 28... Uh, 21-3 game, I believe, at one point. The Packers were out for the majority of the game, but the Seahawks fought back with each drive, eventually scoring touchdowns to get within seven. They went for two and did not get it from a sack from Jair Alexander. Uh, 
which led them to be down by five. Made the score 23-28 on a crucial third down. Aaron Rodgers calls an audible, and Devontae Adams does like a double move and runs to the sideline for about 30 yards and catches it. A magnificent play call, a great catch. And I, I want to say this because I want to say credit to Matt LaFleur, the rookie head coach, who might go to the Super Bowl in one game. The rookie head coach. He's coached very well over the course of the last few games. I think the only way the Packers lose is if they've run into a better coach and a better team, which is Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. You know, I'm going to go with the Packers to win, even though everything would tell me not to. I think Aaron Rodgers has another God mode Rodgers game in him. And I think it'll happen. I think the 49ers will lose. Something with every with every waking day, it feels like the 49ers are going to lose. Don't get me wrong. They're great. They're amazing. But something tells me they're going to get bested on Sunday. Score is going to be like 33-29 or 33-31. Something like that. I think Rodgers has another game in him. Yes, I'm going to t- don't I'm not saying ignore the fact that we lost 37 to 8, but this is a different season as the playoffs. I'll tell you some some's got to give. I think we're going to have a Chiefs Packers Super Bowl 1 rematch. Because I think the Chiefs are going to beat the Titans. I think they have too much firepower. They're going to be able to score with the Titans. I think at some point, they're going to make the Titans come out of their game, which is run heavy and play action. Which is the only way to do that is if you get a lead. It's the only way to get the Titans out of their game. But if the Titans get a lead and they pound it every single play, they don't. the Chiefs don't have an amazing defense where they can just stop the run every single play. It's decent. They've come along over the years, but they're not perfect. No defense is perfect at this point. Not even the 49ers, but they do have the most superb defense, pass, and rush. Uh, the biggest problem for the Packers coming in, the Bosa brothers, they just seem to give Aaron Rodgers a big problem. So even the little brother Joey Bosa as a rookie, I think he might be able to get around Aaron Rodgers. It depends if Brian Bulaga plays. Brian Bulaga, starting right tackle for the Packers, missed this playoff game with an illness. Jared Veldheer started for him and played superb. But we need Bulaga for this game to be to take on Bosa and take on that fearsome front four. Not an easy tax. I don't think running the ball will necessarily be an option because we have an average run offense. It just comes up in big moments. I don't I don't know. It's like the opposite of Ben don't break but get turnovers for like a defense. Kind of like the same thing. All those undrafted receivers that the Packers have, they're good. one of them are going to have to play big cuz we're going to need more than Devontae Adams. Javon Allison hasn't really played good all year. Jake Kumaro's been on and off. And Marquez Valdez scaling is our deep threat and I would say it's going to be him that's going to need to show up. And like I said, I think it's going to be Packers-Chiefs. Super Bowl one rematch. And this is the divisional round. And next week, we'll be covering the NFC Championship. And who will be going to the Super Bowl. 
Thank you for joining me in this podcast today. This podcast is brought to you by Reign of the Fallen, the second book in the Storm series. You can find that on Amazon, written by yours truly. That is Reign of the Fallen. And you can also find Stormcry on there. The two novels written by yours truly, a fiction action adventure. This is Ration of Morning. Have an excellent day. Thank you. One more ting, one more ting. One shout out to the LSU Tigers for winning the national championship. I've been an LSU fan since a, since a wee boy. In fact, longer since I've been a Packers fan, I've been an LSU fan. You know, before they had, you know, the fancy players, the number sevens of the world, back when they had Matt Flynn. When they won a national championship with Matt Flynn in 2007, I was a fan. And every year, I've had to watch Alabama beat us to a bloody pulp. Every year, over and over and over again. And I was brought joy when Clemson was able to defeat them. With not only Deshaun Watson, who is now tearing it up in the NFL, but also Trevor Lawrence. Young kid with long hair who can just sling a football. Pretty damn good. This was a tough game going in. Joe Burrow, the clear high, the unanimous Heisman winner, playing a real good Clemson team. I knew we would win because Alabama was the hardest game of the year. Once we won that, it was over. Hey, one thing y'all don't know about LSU, LSU don't, hey, don't produce quarterbacks. We produce DBs, O-linemen, sometimes running backs, maybe sometimes receivers. But mostly DBs, and then O Lyman will be second. And like I said, the last good quarterback we had was Matt Flynn, and I don't even know if you consider that good. I don't count Jamarcus Russell because he he was garbage when he hit the NFL. Joe Burrow, the first good QB we had on ever had, and this boy is a wild boy. He done tore it up. Fast. Deceptively, deceptively fast, you know, white boy athletic. He's got a good arm. Pro style offense, very similar to the NFL. It started out as a comeback game. We were now 17-7 early. You know, Joe Burrow and company heated up. And we had a slew of great receivers. Joe Burrow let it fly for the rest of that game. He just let it fly. And there was six touchdowns. And then up against six touchdowns with a final score of 42 to 25. He threw for 463 yards with five touchdowns. Great running back Clyde Edwards Hilaire had 16 carries for 110 yards. Joe Burrow had 60 yards rushing. And our wide receivers went crazy. Jamar Chase had 221 yards, nine receptions, two touchdowns. Justin Jefferson, nine receptions, 100 yards. Then Thad Moss. Randy Moss, son, five reception, 36 yards, two touchdowns. Terrence Marshall Jr., three for 46. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, five for 54. Just fanta- a fantastic offensive game. Great defensive game. You know, to stop a great quarterback like that. Trevor Lawrence had a fumble late in the game when they were trying to come back. Only had 234 yards. After a long wait in 2020, the LSU Tigers won the the national championship.
QX Tigers. Just kidding. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Anyway, this is the DLC portion of Ration of Morning. You know that good old paid DLC. If you want to learn more, there might be some deal, more DLC coming soon. Let's see where the news goes. Anyway, go Tigers. This is Rash.